Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Today, I have a special guest on the podcast, Ginny Bar. So, hey, Ginny. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, thank you for joining us. We're going to get a lot of value out of today's conversation. So thanks so much. So Ginny is a certified body confidence and well-being coach at Gorgeous You Coaching and an award-winning photographer at Gorgeous You Photography, who has been working with women for more than 10 years to help them feel empowered and celebrate body confidence through Bodur and personal branding shoots and now one-to-one coaching. Whether you want more body confidence to celebrate a milestone, to be more visible in your business, or help with some dating or improving your relationships, Ginny is your girl. Ginny believes passionately in helping women in front of a camera and empowering them to be more body confident. So Ginny, giving you a given the listeners a little bit of an introduction about you. So. Do you want to add anything to that and just tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got into this area? Yeah, that was an amazing intro. So <laughs> I will I'll add a little bit to it. Um, so, yeah, I've been a boudoir photographer for, well, started my business in 2010. So that has been my main passion sort of going through. I did actually start off as a wedding photographer, um, but I actually reached burnout in 2018, the beginning mm. of, um, and that was when I really changed direction in my business and found self-love basically, uh, because I was not loving myself in the slightest before mm. that. I was doing all the things in my business. I was basically devoting myself to my business working 24-7, I had no social life, no love life, I just wasn't doing anything for myself, I'd lost all my hobbies, Um, and then kind of my body decided to tell me that actually I needed to do something about it, Um, and that was basically manifested in the form of severe exhaustion and just I didn't know what had hit me it was just like I'd never experienced anything like it, I had it for about, it was kind of on and off for about five or six months and it felt like full-on flu symptoms that sometimes lasted for weeks at a time and I went to the doctors got blood tests and they were like no nothing's wrong with you you're fine I was like no I'm not fine (laughs) so that's when I realized the actual power that the mind and the body have the, the connection um and basically researched all about self-love and started from there, really. Um, so, yeah, I, I now focus on my real true passion, and that is helping women with body confidence. Um, I'd love to be able to help men as well, but but so far, no men have come to me saying, hey, I need some help with body confidence. So if there are any men listening, then <laughs> do say. Um, but women are my main clients, and... Um, and the boudoir photography helped with that throughout, you know, my career so far. But I knew I always knew there was something more that I wanted to help them with because a photo shoot wasn't going to fix it. It was much deeper than that. Um, and, you know, they came to me thinking that a photo shoot would fix it all. And I kind of knew that whilst it helps, it definitely helps. Um, it doesn't get to the root 
cause of the issue. So the lockdown, first lockdown, presented me with that opportunity, as I'm sure it did a lot of people, um, to kind of have that reflection and think, okay, so I can't do what I normally do, what else can I do? Aha, I can actually train as a body confidence coach. So it was amazing, it was a total blessing for me. Ah, oh, brilliant, and that's yeah. uh, really well outlined your journey there. And yeah, I, I like what you touched on as well about obviously some some women, women may struggle with body confidence, but also you said some men might struggle with body confidence. I think that's really important. Mm. And uh, guys, if if you're listening and you do feel like you might struggle with a bit of body confidence, you know, don't be ashamed or embarrassed about that. It's it's a thing that many many. Uh, men go through that I certainly know from research and uh, Ginny obviously knows from research as well and working in this area so um, yeah thank you for pointing that out um, it's mm. it's really useful that you start you know you you pointed out you started listening to your body and uh, that that's obviously a really good starting point and then you started looking at the body and mind connection a little bit and then you realized you needed to give yourself a little bit more self-love so what would you say were some of the, the maybe the few main things that you started doing for yourself in terms of that self-love? Oh, well, firstly, I Googled it <laughs> and I realised that actually when you need to find something out, Google it. <laughs> simple, simple, simple answers. Um, so, yeah, I, I Googled everything to, to do with self-love and how to love myself more. Um, and so I firstly started to actually give myself time off. That was the first thing that I did. Um, mm. And my business did actually suffer for, as a result at the start. I mean, you know, getting severe exhaustion definitely stopped me from doing as much as I normally do. So that forced me to stop and take some time off. Um, but then I started to think, okay, so if I'm not working, what else do I enjoy doing? <laughs> and oh my God, like it took me a little while to actually get into that right mindset of actually allowing myself to do other stuff that I enjoyed and, and try different things out as well um but I started running so I did the couch to 5k um because I thought well hey I'm rubbish at running um but I need to get fitter so why don't I just start with that couch to 5k and that took me in little steps and that really builds your self-esteem as well when you reach each little milestone as well so that was a real confidence booster and a boost of self-esteem for me um because each week I would tell myself, oh, I'm not going to finish it this week. You know, I'm, I'm never going to reach that goal, um, but I'm just going to do today and see what happens. And each day I did it and I got to the next step and I surprised myself time and time again. And that actually proved to myself that actually I can do stuff. Um, I went on a diet um, and I'm not saying, you know, people need to go on diets, um, but for me, I had totally lost touch and respect for my body and I wasn't eating right. So I wanted to learn how to eat better again. Um, and I ended up losing, you know, one and a half stone, which was amazing. It made me Brilliant. feel so much more energized in my body that I was just like, oh my God, it's like feels so much better. Um, so yeah, it carried on from there really. And then I started some new hobbies. I started learning to play the piano um you know all this stuff that I just hadn't even given time to before I started reading I'm, I'm still kind of rubbish at reading to be honest but 
I got an Audible subscription. So that forced me to actually listen to it instead of having to read it. And that totally worked. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just little things like that, really starting to actually give yourself days off, time off and actually dedicate time in the diary to do it as well. Mm. So that was a massive thing. So it sounds like there's quite a lot of um, self-discovery in that in that self-love and kind mm. of under and trying new things and giving yourself the opportunity uh giving yourself a bit more variety as well in life yeah awesome so um in terms of some of the you know the people you've worked with or research or maybe discovered in your own journey what are some of the limiting beliefs you you discover from people you're working with with perhaps struggles with their body confidence so many people have i mean loads of different limiting beliefs but it all kind of stems down to I'm not good enough yeah I don't feel worthy enough I'm not lovable enough like those are the core ones there are other ones that kind of stem off that but if you really boil down to the the core issues it comes from that basically um and these were my own as well um and you know fears come into it as well like fear of rejection um, you know, fear of getting depressed, things like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I mean, body, the body confidence coaching isn't just to do with the physical body. It's mm. so much more than that. It's about mindset. It's about emotions. It's about your soul purpose. Um, so I kind of help people with those as well. Like limiting beliefs is a massive thing. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, reframing a lot helping my clients reframe a lot of their limiting beliefs at the moment and turning them into positive affirmations but it's something that you know even I have to keep mm. remembering to do it because it's so easy to do it once and then forget so it's it's the repetition and building habits as well yeah love that and I love what you said about as obviously we we come up with all these different fears like you said about the fear of rejection or maybe mm-hmm other fears like life not being or getting down I think you said um those things but yeah there's generally these and I know this from sort of some learning of my experience working with clients as you do it it does often does stem down to the I'm not enough and I'm not lovable as the because they're kind of survival things as well that we want to fit in with people um and fit in with life um and those Mm -hmm. are the two biggest fears so uh sometimes I'm, I'm glad you're kind of you know you're in this area and helping people really uncover those and then work them and it sounds and like you I also glad you touched on the fact that sometimes you have to work through your own I have to work through my own sometimes as well mm-hmm. um yeah there's there's people you know who celebrities we see and famous people and people you might admire might be your role models they've admitted I follow people and they're like oh yeah I have to work through some limiting beliefs I just challenge so you know limiting beliefs could always pop up but it's kind of how much they hold you back in life is um or how you respond to them is is how much they're going to like limit you a little bit and definitely agree yeah definitely agree with the repetition you said there as well I mean it's like (laughs) this is a cliche but going to the gym obviously once um it's not going to make you suddenly in shape and fitness but it's, it's like what you say to yourself and training your beliefs and your emotions, doing it once or twice for, or for a week, it's not going to change your life and these beliefs, but repetition. Mm-hmm. So 
really exactly um, yeah really and it's not just about it's not just about reaching that goal it's about the journey and enjoying the process as well and forming like healthy habits every single day to enrich your life and just make it better yeah love what you said about the journey totally um Mm. and do you do you often get that like how I mean I've been sort of asked the question I always have to explain but I don't know if you've had the question of how long is it going to take me to get into that shape or how long is it going to take me is that something you've kind of come across Mm, a bit so so far yeah and not so much yet um but yeah it's definitely something that you know quite often when people reach the end of a a coaching Mm. period like so many sessions for instance they think there should be some like magical like ta-da you've reached it and you've achieved all this stuff and like they feel like some kind of like you know fireworks should go off and they should have like some enlightening moment but actually it's a constant process and they are ever evolving and sometimes it takes a long time for people to change their mindset and for them to actually get the results that they want from their new habits and it's just about getting them to recognize that and also track their progress and actually keep gratitude journal for everything that they're doing and and actually recognizing what they've achieved because so often we kind of go through life like ticking stuff off our to-do list and we get to the end and then think well what have I actually done but actually we forget what we have actually done so when you actually um write down at the end of the day and think I'm so grateful because I've achieved this this and this or at the end of the week oh my god I've come so far this week because I've done this this and this that makes it so much more like set in stone in your brain I think yeah 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 brilliant Mm. point about um celebrating along the way and when actually when you um this is some of my neuropsychology when you sort of like praise yourself um you're more likely to do it again and learn better as well by praising yourself mm, um then just definitely. I've done this and then it just been another thing you're ticking by uh so yeah yes. really appreciate what you say about praising ourselves because uh we're very most human beings uh i've certainly met it's and myself in the past um it's very common for us to think oh made a mistake oh, i'm awful done something right meh next thing it's just mm-hmm. uh, no, it's a journey and you're just enjoying it along the way as you're you're kind yeah. of marching on exactly and rewards as well like giving yourself rewards for doing things it's that positive reinforcement because like if like anyone's like me for instance <laughs> I used but I still do to be honest I just do stuff because I want to do it and actually I don't really fully appreciate doing it because it's not like a reward for doing something else. Mm. So when you can actually give yourself a reward of something that you really love doing or something that you really love, um, you know, buying, there's lots of different types of rewards. It's not just about money, monetary rewards. It could be about, um, you know, doing stuff with your friends or it could be about, even giving yourself a, an at-home pamper day or whatever, um, some self-care, you know, when you actually recognise that and reward yourself for doing something else, then you're like, 
oh I'm doing this because I did that that makes that even more rewarding and I'm gonna do that again because then I'll get that yeah. again so yeah it's really interesting yeah love it and uh one of um, my group mentors and um guy I learned from a lot Joseph McClendon um as you know from UPW he's very yeah. one of Tony Robbins's um business partners he's he's always reinforcing that from his years and years of experience that yes. <laughs> you've got to reward and it makes the nervous system go oh let's do it again so um yeah definitely <laughs> yeah. agree that <laughs> and he has a very funny way of teaching yeah. it as well he's oh it's hilarious yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, no, thanks a lot, Ginny. And then what I was, I was also going to ask you about was obviously we just talked about limiting beliefs and then, um, uh, we talked about, about some of the ways around it, but what do you say are some of the, some of the call, I mean, there could be many, but what are some of the causes you find from, for people having this lack of body confidence? Um, well, <laughs> a lot of it is caused from a very young age to be mm. honest I mean there are so many things in life that that kind of chip away at our body confidence and you know it could be something very small that just happens so many times um, but quite often it all starts at a very early age in childhood because from the ages of naught to seven or eight we form the impression yeah. of who we are and our personality and what it means to be in this world and the society that we live in because we obviously get told by our parents, um, carers, friends, family, um, teachers, we get told who we are, we get told what we're like and we get told about who we should be um, and so basically from the from such a young age you know when you're you know for ages from naught to seven or eight your brain doesn't actually know what's right or wrong or you know it basically believes everything that it's told so um you know that is usually something in those very early years that gives us that you know impression of who we are and what we should be like and the media doesn't help either. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, we are constantly being primed basically um, mm. to tell us, you know, what we should be like and who we should be and, and what it means to be beautiful. And um, yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's where it starts basically. Yeah, and, and what you said about primed, it kind of touches on in, in sort of maybe a negative way, but sort of what we talked about previously um, about repetition with um, with like you know media and maybe negative information coming at us or kind of mm. images that make us might might make us feel a bit insecure or inadequate um, then that's constantly being repeated so that's going to the brain and then to sort of add that a little bit as you'll say I like what you say about zero to seven um, really yeah. forming that identity um, that can yeah. that can impact on people yeah so it can be really helpful actually for you to just question um mm. actually what were the things that you heard your parents tell you when you were little and what did you hear repeatedly and what did they tell you about your body and what did they tell you about who you are and your personality and what did they tell you about what you should look like um like you know there are so many things that I can recall from my own childhood like even you know grandparents like every time I saw them they were like oh 
haven't you grown or oh haven't you put on a few pounds or you know <laughs> things like that really like have a massive impact and they don't realize um and you know even parents even even like your parents if they have been on a diet for instance like constantly or you know if they're worried about their own weight or appearance and things like that that basically tells you that that's the norm and that's what you should be worried about as well so you just kind of pick up those bad habits as well so yeah it's really interesting to kind of really actually look back to and question what actually was your childhood like what were your parents like what did they tell you and what were you told by other people yeah yeah no absolutely and your your environment can have a big impact on you certainly um mm. when you're growing up and now if you've got like as they say if you've got uh i think the phrase is proximity is power i think jim road originally came out of that or someone that probably mm. passed on generations probably but, <laughs> yeah but yeah it's very true like you obviously you grow up in an environment that creates your learning into what you're picking up and that can create some of these beliefs as you were you were saying um but also mm. like the people you're with day in day out can impact it and then the information you're taking in so um yeah, certainly, um, certainly relate to that. So mm. yeah, thanks, thanks for kind of um, sharing that side of things. And I also think it's a lot of the time, I'm, you might have uncovered this as well, that people are on autopilot mode a lot of the time and we're not, we've not got this awareness necessarily until we approach a coach or mm. to help us outside. So yeah. certainly if we're, if we're constantly still playing those records of I'm not good enough or my body's inadequate then that's going to continue unless you consciously acknowledge it and then think of a kind of a ritual how you're going to reverse that so i guess that exactly. that's a lot of your work as well helping them with that initial awareness exactly yeah and even working out where that belief first came from is just like an absolute like eye-opener seriously like when i realized actually where thought my limiting beliefs came from like you know I don't feel lovable enough or you know even my fear of being visible for instance that I've overcome um because obviously there was a time that I would even be like a rabbit in headlights even on a zoom call like this mm. um and when you can really work out where that came from it's just like oh my god I believe that because of that mm. circumstance and when you realize that actually it's only it's only a belief that's not actually true because if you didn't believe that then you could do so much more with it then it's just like a complete game changer yeah awesome and um we you've given like a couple of bits already um but obviously in terms of when people are trying to get over uh, or trying to improve their body confidence within themselves um what are some of the what are, there's probably lots of ways it's got to be right for the individual mm. but what are a few yeah. habits that you would maybe give someone advice on on this in this area um well yeah i mean obviously it depends on the individual and what their you know issues are but really simple things for anyone to do that i would totally recommend are things like gratitude actually recognizing what your body can do and being grateful for it because so many times yeah. we just criticize ourselves and our bodies for not being able to do the things that we want for not looking in a certain way 
Um, and we're constantly focusing on those negative things, thinking, I wish I could be thinner, or I wish I could be more muscly, or, you know, I wish I could be this, that, or the other. And if you actually think, actually, all the stuff that your body can do that you're grateful for, like, I'm so grateful that my legs can walk. Um, I'm so grateful that my arms can lift the stuff that I, you know, I need to carry. I'm so grateful that I can hug the people that I want, that I love. Um, I'm so grateful. Even like the belly is a big issue for a lot of my clients. They quite often, they hate their belly and they're just like, I can't possibly find anything to love about it whatsoever. And then I think, and then I asked them, okay, but what is actually the good stuff that your belly can do? It can digest your food. You know, think internally, there's so much going on inside your body that you don't even think about. That's just like a complete miracle because there's the blood running through your veins. There's your heart pumping, you know, your lungs are breathing oxygen and you're not even thinking about it. You just do that automatically. So when you start to really kind of like focus on the detail and think, oh my God, my body is actually a complete miracle. Then that is just like, it's just like makes you feel so much more gratitude for being alive and for what you have um, and then you can start to focus on being more loving towards it basically mm. so that's that's a good start um, and you know affirmations are a massive one <laughs> what you tell yourself about your body and about yourself and your mind um, is just yeah that is fundamental I think to anything because you know, the words that we say have a massive impact on our reality because they basically cause us to act and behave in a certain way, which then creates the reality around us. So when you start with those words of affirmation, you can actually change your beliefs about yourself and then change the way you behave and change your reality. Yeah, it's just, you know, obviously, you know, um, and it just goes on basically, but you can, you can make a massive impact that way yeah be very careful with the words that follow i am i've always mm. i always think because that's yeah, linking yeah. to your identity so i'm an idiot yeah. saying that constantly but i just said it's just saying that out loud so I'm, my brain's like what that's like i'm in a state now it's just like that that's not you what, what are you on about even just saying it in a jokey way but there's one point where i just say it constantly so yeah, be very, yeah. but saying that like, I am amazing every day and that feels very comfortable and natural when I said that, but that's what I want most people to get. And I'm sure you do as well, saying powerful words afterwards, I am, because it's linking it to your identity and your beliefs about yourself. Yeah. So yeah, totally agree but with that. But they're also like a lot of my clients do actually like themselves as a person. They, they're very sort of proud of their abilities and, um you know their achievements and and their work status and they know that they're very capable when it comes to work mm. but they forget about you know their appearance and who they are as a person like when they're not attached to work mm. that's something that a lot of my clients struggle with um and so a lot of them tell themselves things like you know i'm not attractive enough i'm not sexy enough um and you know no one's going to love me if i'm fat or you know things like this and it's those things that are really important to actually turn around and and turn them into positive affirmations 
there are so many different ones um that yeah i could go on forever <laughs> yeah absolutely um, yeah but actually and also mirror work is a, a massive you know thing that people struggle with at first but can be like amazing to overcome actually and what i mean by mirror work is actually sitting in front of the mirror looking at yourself and saying those positive affirmations to yourself looking at yourself in the mirror because oh my goodness that like some of my clients can't even look at themselves in a mirror let alone tell themselves nice things <laughs> so um yeah when we can get to that stage that they're actually able to look into a mirror and tell themselves something really positive about their appearance or themselves as a person and actually feel good about it and be proud of it oh my goodness it makes me so happy <laughs> that's awesome yeah totally and um yeah it, it's great to obviously get those beliefs and then create that good relationship with yourself as well and I love what you said about gratitude earlier as well and actually thinking about you know all the human beings all the things most of us do to our body like in terms of maybe drink too much or eat the the thing you know it's not to say you can't have a treat and stuff like that but the amount of rubbish we probably put onto our body the amount it's actually coping with and appreciating that and how it's looking after you uh, that's a really yeah. good one there's um definitely and I, I know you've sort of you've probably come across him nick um i can never say a surname nick santon sosa Sasso. yeah <laughs> i can't say his surname either uh, but i know exactly who you're talking about but yeah he's um, because um yeah sorry carry on Ginny. he has no legs and and only one arm um, or yeah. not even a full arm right and you know he doesn't have the ability of a lot of people and yet he's the most positive like empowering person because he's just like well look what i can do and he does it it's amazing exactly yeah and i was going to say i, was, I mean I, i've done one of his courses as well on confidence and he's, he's definitely someone i'd recommend on that um but he's uh he says he's so grateful going back to your point on gratitude that he's able to actually go to the gym um and you know just do something with one mm. arm and body build because yeah. unfortunately there's some people who aren't even able to do that due to any mm. circumstances so yeah I, th I think he was a key example when he started talking about gratitude and but yeah um in terms of appreciating what your body can do first of all building on on, mm. on the strengths you've got already um even if it's hard yeah. to find at first uh it's there so yeah. thanks thanks for pointing that one out totally. as well so Jilly, it's been a it's been a really great conversation. You've given us some great values and great tips today. Um, so uh, just so people can find out more about you and um, follow you, where can they find you? Um, so I'm on Instagram and Facebook, both at Gorgeous You Coaching. Yeah, I am currently in the process of building my new website. Ah! Awesome. Um, but I have a handy little guide that people can download in the meantime. Um, and it's all about boosting your self-esteem um, because that is one of the, the core issues that I feel um, people face with low self-esteem. You know, they come to me originally about either body confidence or something else. And actually the real issue is low self-esteem. And that's something that I've really suffered with as well. Um, so something I'm so passionate about. Um, so I've got a 12 page guide on um, everything to do with what it is, like how you know that you've got low self-esteem, what causes it, what it affects, and also 
there's like six steps to actually boost your self-esteem as well so you can download that by either going on my instagram page via the link in the bio at the moment mm -hmm. um so yeah and uh, and i've also got a facebook group for women sorry men <laughs> um it's just for women at the moment um but it's for women mainly in business who um have really low self-esteem low self-worth it's called gorgeous you the confidence to be unapologetically you um so it's all about being the best you basically and that's on facebook it's it's at gorgeous you confidence brilliant awesome Ginny. so what we'll do is we'll uh, put all the information where people can find you just discussed and uh, including the guide and everything in the description. So um, that's awesome. So thank you once again, Ginny, for coming on today. Oh, you're welcome. I really hope that some of the stuff that I've said has resonated with people listening mm. and that you can take some stuff and do it, you know, straight away. And obviously if anybody needs any more help, I'd be more than happy to help and give you more tips. Brilliant. Thank you, Ginny. And we'll speak to you in the next episode.